What's up, everybody? Thanks for pressing play. Let's get right to this shit, all right? Episode 12, Dead or Alive. I want to talk to you about something that's very important to a philosophy of life. And something I think everyone should at least know exists and a lot of people are utilizing for abundance of success. The 1% are selfish to get their shit right in order to provide to make the world right. That's it. The 1% are selfish. They know providing is the secret of life. As cliche as that statement is, the 1% know the common thread. You could have anything in life as long as you help enough people. But how can you help anyone if you're not treating your own self like someone responsible for helping? To help others, you must be able to provide. Providing gems, not piles of dog shit, if you know what I mean. I mean, every once in a while, you might be able to bullshit your way to a couple people and get something out of it. It's like a one-way deal. You burn bridges that way, though. Let me tell you, I've never seen a successful partnership when only one person makes out. There's no such thing as something for nothing. I think that's very important when we talk about this. And as ass backwards as this sounds, being selfish is preparing yourself for longevity. Longevity, it's a word that we must hold to its fullest respect of importance because longevity wins. So let me ask you a question. What are you doing for yourself in preparation for longevity? For real though. It's the secret of life is giving and providing. What are you doing in order to be able to continually give? Remember, you could have anything you've ever dreamed of as long as you help enough people out. And the 1% have this notion branded in their minds because it all comes full circle. It all comes back. Good people attract good people. Good resources attract good resources. Good money attracts good money. And let me tell you, good love attracts good love. That's energy. And the 1%, they protect this energy by any means necessary. They work on their mindset. They work on their trade, their skills, their profession, as if it's their profession. Take that word profession, cut it down. Pro. Are you a pro at preparing for longevity? Are you a pro at being able to provide for the next generation to complete what you started? 99% of the population are selfish never to contribute. And I'll say it again. The 1% are selfish to get the shit right in order to provide to make the world right. No wonder 99% of the population is stuck in the mud, chasing their own tails, being in the same fucking spot year in, year out. Okay, you might say, I get your point, BK. How do I start? What do I do? Here's the thing. Professionals drill the basics. Think of any sport of your choice. Just think about it. Any sport. The best of the best of that sport are absolute savages of doing the basics extremely well. The basics, it's they hold the master key of preparation. And the same concept applies in life. The basics are a lifeline to advancement, to growth, to creation. You are a professional. It's your body. It's your mind. It's your life. You are the CEO of whatever the fuck your last name is in the lineage of those that came before you. Think about this again. It's your body, your mind, your life. The chief executive officer of your shit. If you're in a rut, fall back to the basics. The fundamentals always stop the bleeding, yet the fundamentals always keep positive cash flow coming into your business. And in this case, it's your life. Positive cash flow is winning. Everyone gets paid and there's profit to invest with. And that's what we do. We pull from the profits of our invested time of doing the basics and the fundamentals consistently well, and then reinvest for further advancement. Read, write and articulate your thoughts, stay hydrated, get sleep. 
the basics. Nothing says the basics are easy, but they are essential to stop the bleeding and start compounding cash flow for your own personal internal investments. What you lack in talent, you make up being disciplined of the fundamentals. I'm not going to spend much time on this right now, but it's super important as most of my clients' problems with their weight and being stagnant funks, they fully, I guess they're full under the stress management concept. Let's talk about this. On average, we have 50,000 thoughts a day. Nobody teaches us this shit, but now you're exposed. If you have 50,000 thoughts a day and your brain isn't engineered to be a lock and key memory bank, we must learn to organize and articulate our thoughts. If you start to articulate your thoughts, you'll start to manage stress like a bastard. You'll start defining what's actually going on. You'll start conversing better and being able to be more specific in your pursuits because we all need direction. And 50,000 thoughts a day compounded weekly, monthly, yearly becomes what's known as neurological overload, the opposite of specific direction. We are overloaded with stimulants as it is, and no wonder we have an overload of anxious thoughts. A fundamental that I would not overlook is writing because you become a very dangerous person when, you become, when you're able to manage your stress and emotion because conflict delayed is conflict multiplied. I know I went on a little tangent there, but let me regroup. Let's go back to that specific sports team or the specific sport I asked you to think about. Besides these professionals mastering the basics, they also deliberately train the ability to perform when put in bad situations. And we do it all the time in the gym. We do what's called a dead pause squat. Having the athlete pause at the bottom of the squat position, which takes away any positive momentum, also known as a stretch reflex, that works to our advantage. Let me explain this. When the athlete squats and their butt dips just below their knees, the hips and the hamstrings engage to provide an almost spring-like reflex, also known as a stretch reflex. When we take the stretch reflex away, we work what's known as velocity training. So we have them hold. I'm going to have them hold, 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 boom, fire out of that hole. The art of creating your own velocity, the art of creating your own speed, your own power. That way, when we do our traditional barbell back squats, we not only get the help of our stretch reflex, but we incorporate the training of velocity, of speed, of power. And the two combined makes for an amazing, strong, worthwhile squat. Well, it's the same with life. We got to approach our training with the same concept. And I call this the back yourself into the corner concept. When we start purposely backing ourselves in the corner and stacking the odds against us, we start conditioning the mind and the body for when it's needed most. Because being your best when your best is needed most is the ultimate formula for success. This is when you'll really be able to provide gems to others because this is where you find yourself. Why do I climb a mountain? Why do I fast 24 hours a day? Why do I work out? Why do I get up early? Why do I read? Why do I do ice baths? Because this is where I earn my confidence. This is where I earn my faith and my belief in myself in order to break through inertia. It's the struggle that defines us. As I just said, the struggle creates a conditioning. The more conditioning we are, the more the struggle becomes a normality. And when you're in the corner, there's only one way to fucking move, and that's forward. You don't move forward through panic, though. We condition ourselves that when most panic, we're calm, cool, collective, because it's normal to us. So next time you get asked and you question why you're so obsessed with working out or doing ice baths or fasting or doing the things that most don't, just reply. So don't act like a little bitch when shit hits the fan. 
because a frantic state of mind clouds the vision and alters instincts. And my friends, we rely heavily on instincts. In a fucked up situation, if you're slow, you're tired. If you're tired, you die. Instead of letting those situations dictate our decisions, we dictate our situations. Because you are not the man when things are going your way. Your thoughts and actions when everything is fucked up is what defines you. And the answers are all, everything that we we look for and we seek are all internal between our two ears. But we got to dig deep and anyone can dig like a couple feet deep in soft soil. But once you realize you are in complete control of your life, your thoughts and actions during time of adversity create your strength. There's beauty in struggle. There's beauty in pain. But you got to learn to back yourself into a corner to train like a professional. No one will do it for you. No one really wants to help you. Very few will inspire you and even fewer care about you. It's the hard truth. People care about themselves just like you do. And if you want an insurance policy for success, you better issue it to yourself. Pay for it yourself. Name yourself as the policyholder. And down at the bottom, name yourself as the fucking beneficiary. Then have the balls to sign the document and make a commitment to yourself. Don't whine to me that your boss is a jerk. Don't whine to me that your girl is a drag. Don't whine to me that you can't lose weight because you can't fast more than 16 hours. There's blueprints for success everywhere. You got to take a moment right now and look at your resource library. Ask yourself, what do you want to accomplish? Now, what kind of books do you have? What kind of audios do you have on the subjects of whatever it is you're looking for? Selling, presenting, positive attitude, creativity, health. You need to refer to these books every day. And let me give you an answer. You probably don't have enough of them, regardless of your circumstance, regardless of your success to this point in time, regardless of the company you work for, regardless of your dickhead boss. You have the responsibility to yourself to achieve, achieve a level of success that you set out for by yourself, not a quota. Quotas to me are a bunch of crap set by management who couldn't go out and meet those quotas themselves if lives depended on it. Let me give you a clue. The only way this is going to happen is with self-inspiration, self-determination, and being able to manage yourself. And one more thing, hard work. That starts before everyone else gets up and everyone else goes to bed. Backing yourself in a corner is not a statement. It's a way of life. It's the difference between living and waiting to die. An unbreakable rule that each person, you included, must follow every day. As fast as you come to the understanding and realization that no one is going to hand you any degree of success without it being earned, because it's something that you hand yourself. Quick story. 11 years ago, I was standing outside the nightclub I was working. I was selling bottles in Chicago. It was February. The snow was coming down sideways. A district alderman and his, we'll say, posse showed up. Let's just say I made off very well that night. And it was, as he was leaving, I grabbed his keys to unthaw his Cadillac. Not because he had power, not because I wanted to kiss his ass, but because I was a pro in the service industry. And I'll never forget this. He says to me, you got lucky tonight, didn't you? And I looked at him and I said, hard work makes luck, sir. Just like that, 11 years ago. That single expression has been my gateway to a life worth living. And it's yours. It's yours for the taking. Three weeks later, I get personally invited by him to work a fundraiser with a bunch of Chicago's finest. I left that place with $10,000 in my pocket. 
the same 10K I used to get undisputed off the ground. And on March 31st of 2022, we just purchased the entire strip mall, which we've been renting for for 11 years, $1.2 million. This isn't a bragging story. I got some of those. This is a get off your ass and make something to yourself story. Not every human being is going to agree with my personality, nor my philosophies or my style. But not one human being can say that I don't work my ass off. The secret I found is to continually back myself into a corner, which gives me the strength to build myself to ultimately provide for others. The facts are that I can give away the exact blueprint of my success, but most people will not do the hard work that it takes to make life easy because they're not conditioned to struggle. It's easier to find an excuse rather than find a solution. Being the hardest worker in the room leads to providing your ass off. And providing your ass off leads to banking your ass off. Do it for yourself. Selfish wins. When you achieve the best for yourself, then and only then can you be the best for others. I know this has like a weird twinge to it. But if you think about it long enough, you will come to realize that most of your shortcomings and all your endeavors stem from the fact that you are not being the best person you could be first. Think about this. If the ultimate hack is contributing, remember the 1% know that it's contributing beyond yourself. So if the ultimate hack is contributing, let me leave you with this. How can you fully contribute to anyone's vibrance if your fitness is suspect? How can you contribute to someone's mindset if you don't face your own fears? And what about love? Can you truly love someone wholeheartedly if you're not completely comfortable with yourself? BK, peace.